0: Welcome to the Photography Opinion Podcast. We discuss all things photo, video, and camera-related. I'm Ben Lucas. And
1: I'm Stuart Marlantis.
0: And this is PhotoLob. Welcome. So today we are talking about uh, stuff that just uh, inflames you on the internet. Today so we're, we're going to fight with, with people. people on the we internet. We are going to fight with people on the internet and they can't
1: respond to the to us because this is a one-sided conversation (laughs) (laughs) we have all the power
0: so today's episode (laughs) is brought to you by uh ben wyatt from parks and rec oh
1: okay i don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are actually it's gonna bug me if i don't
0: and we are going to be talking about um yeah stuff that uh people are just just wrong about that makes us kind of stop in our in our tracks
1: people are wrong on the internet no never that never happens that never happens no
0: no so, um yeah, sometimes people are idiots. That's that's fine. You can keep scrolling. But sometimes those idiots give advice and it's really <laughs> bad advice. <laughs> and I personally, I don't know about you. I personally Can't feel compelled to correct them. So, um what are some what are some common misconceptions or things that make you react? What is something that you're scrolling and you're like, "All right. Crack those knuckles. Time to dive into the comment section." Hmm, so I.
1: (laughs) There are many things. I had to think about this for a while because I'm like, what are, so, what are like actually legitimate points of criticism that I'd want to, I'd want to, uh, to respond to? And I think the first one for me is like focusing too much on the small stuff. Now, I feel like the photographic field is uniquely predisposed to this in that we've got a lot of people that focus on precise levels of noise in the image and they're, you know, pixel peeping is a very common phrase mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. you know, people like to focus on the details. And, but I think that, um, but that really irritates me. Like, I think one of the things that's, things is unfortunate if like people, you know, post their images, you know, are looking for feedback and then they get nitpicked about like little stuff. Like, Oh, your your ISO could have been you know two hundred less, or oh, this you know your your resolution. You should have shot this on a higher resolution camera. So the, I'm also the details posting and,
0: this compressed yeah, on Facebook. Exactly. Like, so maybe like chill. Exactly. <laughs> like people get so
1: worked up about this where they're like, I'm going to criticize the technical capability of your image. And I'm somebody who's like, I love the like more and more technically capable images, but there's a limit. And especially if it's a new person, like let it go. Like they're looking for stuff like, you know,
0: composition, like they're looking for big picture. Mm -hmm. So, so I would say it's one thing if you, if you have um, a little bit of handheld blur, that is a technique that you messed up versus, Oh, you're, picture isn't as sharp as it could be yeah. of like okay no one's using like mirror lock up during yeah, like a yeah. portrait session or anything or it's
1: like oh you're chill. uh you're not shooting on uh, an alpha one where you can your iso can be you know two hundred fifty six thousand without any noise wow like your image sucks. my camera is almost
0: <laughs> 15 years old and it still holds up quality so exactly exactly chill.
1: but people get so bent out of shape over that so that's one thing that really sets me off is like especially with new people i think in general it's annoying but especially with new people with new people where it's mm-hmm. like that's not the point like you're just that's not helpful you're telling them to spend yeah. more money basically at the end of the day is never helpful
0: <laughs> yeah so uh one of the things that that um really really triggers me that makes me want to jump into the comments section um is sometimes there's advice where I go, no, that advice is bad. But when that advice is so blatantly bad mm-hmm. that it's that it's uh, harmful or destructive, and I don't necessarily mean like, yeah, you should definitely jump off a bridge to get that photo. Um, what I'm talking about is more something like... Um, uh, type the types of comments that might give people a certain like anxiety or anxiousness mm. or or some kind of like um some kind of self-doubt that they should not be having type thing like what um so one example that happened recently. This was actually not in a camera group. This was in a woodworking group. But I feel oh. like I feel like it still very much applies. So mm-hmm, so the most mm-hmm. recent I had to crack my knuckles and jump into the <laughs> comment section. There's one particular woodworking tool that turns uh, that turns your circular saw into a track saw. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just two pieces of aluminum and some plastic and clips. You attach your saw. Right. You set the jig and you whoop and up and away. Kind of cool. Someone said, "Hey, I just need to fix something on my closet and um, you know, is this a good tool to buy?" Mm-hmm. And if this were in a professional woodworking group, of like I'm in some of those groups just cuz yeah, I enjoy yeah. it, then I would totally understand the cavalcade of responses of, "No, this is not a good tool. If you're going to do this on the regular, just get mm-hmm. a track saw," right? Mm-hmm. But um, this was not. This was in a DIY home improvement group where it's just people being like, hey, <laughs> I, I, I have this crappy linoleum that I don't know how to rip up. Do any of you guys... It's that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. It's not someone who's ripping up nino- linoleum for a living. Yeah. And... And usually if it's um, – and everyone was saying, no, this is flimsy. It is terrible. Your end product will be absolutely awful. And it was just, bam, negative, 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 negative. I happen to own this particular tool that turns <laughs> your circular saw into a track saw. And I'm just like, look – It gets the job done. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, it helps if you, like, have some sandbags or a second person or, like, here are the things that people... But people are just, you know, way they need to pull their heads out of their own butts, stop wearing it like a hat. Like, this is fine. Mm -hmm, It mm -hmm. does what you want it to do at a fraction of the price. Now you don't have this bulky, expensive tool you now have to store, right? If you're not doing it on the regular. So it's those kinds of things where people are like, oh, no, this thing could never hold up to professional. this is
1: a hundred percent a bunch of people trying to justify their expenses expensive tool purchases yeah so so
0: so that is that is the most like this one happened not less than a week ago which Mm -hmm. is why it's fresh on my brain but this absolutely applies to camera stuff where people are like oh no don't get don't get the a7 you have to get the a7 III because Mm -hmm. i'm like hold it hold it a second Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you can get an a7 for 500 bucks or an a7 III for 3000 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you go with the old camera mm-hmm. you
1: don't especially for beginners doing yet. yeah people that are asking for like what they should buy they're beginners. Yeah. Otherwise, they're not going to ask.
0: Yeah. So, so, um, uh, I actually just had a uh, client drop some products off at my studio to. Uh, they're hiring me to do some product photography. They're kind mm-hmm. of an amateur photographer themselves, but their day job is do, working with some company, and they needed to hire a product photographer. Cool. Right. So they hire me. They're kind of talking about camera stuff, and they're like, "Yeah, I kind of like I have an old Nikon, but like I want to get a new camera. What should I get? I know nothing about Nikon. This is this is your world. You know Nikon to some degree. To some degree." (laughs) um but i was like hey i'm gonna be real honest with you do you have a huge investment with a bunch of lenses she's like i have like two or three lenses i'm like Mm. okay well then if you want to you can sell those and start over and like any of like the new sony's they'll do photo they'll do video they're Mm -hmm. tiny they fit in your pocket nicely and like they have great lenses too yep yep um you don't like you don't have to be like Let's go to DP review and side by side spec all of these cameras. And you have to get the optimum one for what is the best. And just like, oh my gosh, you just, just sometimes it's not that hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Yeah, um, I th- I think the other half of the blatantly bad advice, or I kind of talked about like giving people self doubt, not the self consciousness of like, oh that is not good enough. But um, on the flip side, when it comes to like technique stuff, where people are like, oh I'm sorry, you didn't use frequency separation. <laughs> yeah, use a freaking plugin because the plugin takes me ten seconds and it gets mm-hmm, the job mm-hmm, done. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, guys. Um, so the, so the, some of those elitist high and mighty and sometimes people just say real stupid stuff and that's just wrong and i'm like you don't know how science works that's not how that works i'm gonna jump in and correct this situation
1: that leads really nicely into my next point which is making things harder than they need to be oh, oh yeah <laughs> that plug-in example is a the great internet a loves great point of
0: making things harder I, than they need to be. people
1: love to self-flagellate and be like oh well it was harder for me to do this so i am better and like that's that is so common in the in the photography industry a lot of people not everybody a lot of people that shoot film are these kind of people oh. where they're like, oh, you didn't shoot film and you didn't waste like $10,000 with a film last year of missed shots. You
0: insufferable hipsters. <laughs> you you say, Not everybody. You say one more Not hipster thing and I'm going to shove you and your sriracha in your vintage
1: bassoon case. Um, Not everybody, but a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's one that I see all the time um, or people that are... You know, I'm, I'm somebody that's like, I'm a shameless like zoom lens user. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, you're not exclusively shooting on 50 mil for literally everything, even though it actually harms the subject matter of certain stuff that you're shooting. Well, zoom with your feet. And it's like, uh, you, you know, like that choosing like one or two lens of uh, prime lenses is I, I get that there's like a, a learning technique there. But like, if you're kind of past that, it's not... It's not helpful. Like Bro. my seventeen to thirty five does a lot of things that like just a seventeen or just thirty five would never be able to do.
0: Bro, I, I bought a thirty. <laughs> it's easier. I bought a thirty five mil. I literally have not used it on a professional shoot once. See, I really liked thirty five mil. I, <laughs> I, I, I. It it's sitting right there. I'm looking right at it right now. It has. I have not used it. I'm
1: one of those weirdos that likes 35 <laughs> mil more than 50. But yeah, <laughs> I like 85. If you're going to go deep, good. Go deep. 85 is good. And then
0: yeah. I, and then that 35. If you're going to go wide, 20. Ah, uh, okay. I just mm. I just pull it to the extreme. I'm either interesting. A, I'm either a 20 or an 85 or my zoom lens. Like yeah, yeah. I I actually fair. should probably check some of the metadata on my most recent kind of like wedding that mm-hmm, I shot mm-hmm. because that's everything I want to see. Do I shoot? Yeah, a bunch what's the of ratio? 30, what, yeah. <laughs> what is, yeah. What is my yeah. zoom range? Yeah. Hmm. Uh. I have no idea, Worth so that's that's for another day.
1: But that but that certainly is the thing that, that irritates me is people gatekeeping by making stuff more difficult than it needs to be. And we have now, to be fair, we have on this podcast before talked about how it's good to have some difficulty when you're learning. It's good to not take every short big shortcut because you need to understand the underlying techniques.
0: Ooh, ooh example time! Yes. Example time! Example time! Example time. Okay, so um, there's there's a little bit of gatekeeping. But this gatekeeping is you should not call yourself a professional unless you have mastered your craft. Mm -hmm. To at least some extent, there's always more learning to do. I'm not going to say anyone's perfect. Mm -hmm. Example, uh, very, very early in my career, I, um, uh, I was very good as a photographer. I had graduated in photography. I was technically very competent. I was trying to figure out this whole business thing and make money. And I was getting this odd kind of like real estate shot or product photography or in headshots and trying to make this work. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to understand the flow of weddings better. So I went and second shot with another photographer who did weddings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, they, we, we went to this venue and this venue was this very dark hole. Like outside, it was kind of like this like barn rustic farm thing and it was very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as soon as the sun went down and you go inside, like like, all of the lights were those, like, Edison tungsten bulbs that actually don't give off any lumens. So, Uh. so and again 10 15 years ago her camera was not good enough so she's Mm -hmm. cranking the iso as high as it can get and her photos still aren't bright enough Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i just go like hey i've got a spare flash in my bag if you want to use it and she did not know how to use it it wasn't she didn't know how to do the buttons it was Mm -hmm. she didn't understand the technique of using the technique of flash and where to put her like aperture and shutter speed to make the flash Mm -hmm. work and she got mad at me and like she tried it and the shot worked but it was kind of like like, oh no I, I have my way of doing it and I was like I'm sorry I didn't want to step on your toes just I was looking over your shoulder and I was seeing your frustration and mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. didn't know what to do in this situation when there was no light and you didn't have a light with you and when I gave you one you didn't know how to use it and there were all these red Not flags peeing off and I'm like <laughs> Do you know what you're doing? (laughs) Who am I learning from right now?
1: I I think the classic example of this um, that you see all the time is people saying that if you don't shoot only in manual, that you're not a real photographer. Learn in manual. Learn in manual. Learn in manual. Learn in manual. I agree. However... Know
0: how to use manual when the situation is appropriate. and And then... no
1: understand how manual works understand uh, how the triangle of of and then things flip work. over yeah. to
0: the appropriate auto mode for the situation which 99% of the times after yes. priority and that's fine
1: <laughs> yeah if you if you understand yeah. the underlying mechanism you've learned that that's fine <laughs> you you
0: know how it works so that when you need yeah. it
1: because it's in I, your tool bag i have legitimately seen comments online of people that, that understand how manual works and they're like hey it's really hard for me to shoot like sports manually because don't. i can't because i can't i can't change settings fast enough for the different situation I'm like then don't do that <laughs> Should we no. shutter priority or something like
0: that's true for for sports, yeah, for sports. It should be shutter priority and then there are people
1: that like yeah. are dumping on them that are like oh you're you're obviously then not good enough if you can't pull that off it's like that's not like those settings are there for a reason and and if yeah. it's somebody that understands the underlying mechanism. Just
0: just use the well, tool. Well, here, it's a tool that's available to here, you to here's use Here's the thing. I I hate P for professional. I hate the full auto mode. Yeah, yeah. But if you you just mentioned shutter priority for sports, for sports mm-hmm. and I 99% of the time when I go into an auto mode, use aperture priority. Yeah. If you Depends. know the difference and you know which one to use, then you know your camera well yes. enough that you can use auto.
1: Exactly exactly <laughs> and that's not even full auto you're at least you're at least making the thought of like hey i'm shooting You've this subject matter i know that this fits that subject matter and the best a little
0: bit of fluctuation yeah. on some of the other settings yeah. is an acceptable loss for the amount of uh convenience that i'm getting exactly. for using this yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: convenience or literally being able to get the shot or not like it's not even necessarily about ease at, at some point especially for sports you yeah. could literally just miss the shot if you don't use it yeah so Use the tools that are available to you. That's not <laughs> shameful.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so the second item that I had on my list is incredibly similar to the first, actually. Um, anyone punching down. Mm-hmm. Um, and this takes a wide variety of stances. But a, a slight per example, um, if someone comes to me and says, hey, I'm an amateur photographer, this happens a lot two one of two things is about to happen the first thing is they're going to show me some pretty good photos and be like mm-hmm. what do you think and i'll be like oh it's really nice i like it and and if the follow up is like like what like i was trying to get this technique cuz i've seen it all on, mm-hmm. online but i didn't know how to do that i was like ah well Here's what you did wrong. Here's how mm-hmm. you accomplish that technique. Here's how you can make that photo better so it matches your vision. Here's a like critique and mm-hmm. breakdown of that photo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the thing that happens way more often <laughs> is I'm an amateur photographer. Oh, cool. Here is a blurry sunset. Here's a picture of my cat. Here's a whatever. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. just go, cool. <laughs> and that's it. You can just leave it right yes, there. And sometimes that happens online. Uh, there are a lot of photography gro- groups where people are just like, Yeah, pretty pretty sunset from my balcony. Yep, cool. That's fine. People are like, oh, the dynamic range on this, and oh, and the whatever. I'm like, guys, chill, (laughs) chill.
1: Yeah, people. There's a difference between people just posting their stuff online and people posting to like critique groups. Like, there are very specific communities online that are for posting your stuff for critique. Yeah, and I think people live in those a little bit too much and then they think everywhere is a place to critique yeah
0: um (laughs) the other big things that i'm seeing right now is a lot of mirrorless people being super condescending to anyone who's not mirrorless Mm -hmm. um one of the other things that i'm seeing seeing a lot is like oh you chose to get the canon mirrorless well is that nearly as no one cares dude literally no one cares Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. fine Mm -hmm. um the, the other thing that kind of annoys me um, is when people just like, oh, yes, and they humble brag flex, and they're like, mm. yes, here's, here's a new addition to my camera, and they show the new $6,000 camera, and in the backgrounds are the last two generations of that camera because they buy every single new thing. And I'm like, dude, mute. Uh, actually, I normally ignore those, but when that yeah, person yeah. jumps into the comment section on someone else and it starts punching down and is like well you have to do this no they don't they don't have to do they anything they don't shut your gob
1: and and also uh not everybody's trying to be professional like some people are Just firmly do it. doing it for its own enjoyment those people you don't need to beat up it's fine it's fine to do it for enjoyment <laughs> like
0: it is fine to do okay. it for
1: enjoyment it's a cool hobby it's it an cool expensive hobby. hobby but it's a cool hobby <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: every hobby is expensive once you kind of pass that arc yeah. where you get really into it Some once more taste, so than others once your taste builds a little bit it's Some like more so than others over. <laughs> that is true that is true
1: and uh and that that is very similar feeds right into um uh my last point which is looking down on anyone new in the field um there are i think this Basically applies to almost any hobby, but I think especially I've seen it in photography a lot. Is people forget that they were b- beginners at one point, that they didn't yeah. know anything, that they needed help, that they asked for people to give them to give to give them help, to give them information, to give them crit- critiques. And people seem to forget that and assume that everybody knows everything that they do from the get go, which is not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people are, you know, if people are are approaching you with you know with with humility with you know, with openness with like hey i really want to learn that's a good thing more people yeah. in your more people in your hobby in your field is generally a good thing you want to encourage people to to enjoy the, the hobbies that they're taking up or enjoy the career path that maybe they're pursuing or that they want to figure out if they want to pursue like that's you should have a, a people should have a good look at what this space is like and that look should not be everybody is mean to me all the time like that's awful like you never want to like step dip your toe into something and then everybody hate you and immediately just be like fine there's just there's prawns in this water i'm not going to i'm not going to dip any more than a toe into that that's just not a fun place to be and photography can be so cool and and so interesting and there's so much space even still for creativity and i i you know, I wonder about the creativity that we've lost because people are toxic online, basically. Like, I wonder True. I wonder the incredible work that somebody would have done if they'd been able to pursue longer. But instead, but they we're got just, shut down. Yeah, but yeah. they were shut down by people being toxic online. So that's something that I see way too much of. We all started somewhere. It's fine. Some people are going to ask dumb questions. And honestly, some people are going to ask some questions that are so dumb. It's like, bro, you could have just Googled that. Could have. <laughs> but... <laughs> I don't think that's ever really an excuse to be toxic. Just assume good intent. I think is my my response to that. Is like not you know not everybody gets it. Not every look knows the correct places to look even online for information. Like assume good intent. Assume people are trying to improve until they preview otherwise,
0: and just don't be toxic. Yeah. Uh, my last one is know-it-alls who are indeed factually incorrect (laughs) this is really fun though these are these are amusing
1: to read
0: (laughs) do you you have an example that comes to mind Uh, i don't i don't think i have one
1: that comes like immediately to mind but it is a space uh, like a a space online that i enjoy in a way that i probably shouldn't where people are just (laughs) like it's just it is just fun especially when i like you know i aspire to be the some the person that has like the perfect quip for those people to just like Prove that they're full of shit and shut them down. Because <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, there there are lots of subreddits of this, which are like a confidently incorrect. Is a subreddit that That's I love. A good one, it's That's not a good one. only photography. To be fair, but it's it, it gets at this exact point, which is like it is so fun to watch people be so confident and think that they're so knowledgeable and, and just the ultimate in their field and make really obvious statements, and then just have somebody blow them out of the water with a simple comment. It's just it's delicious. I love it. I love it. So I, I guess. I don't want people to be confidently incorrect. People should be more humble, but also it is a great source of entertainment. (laughs) So maybe I don't want that to go away entirely.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there, there are, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of, uh, when this happened recently, I've gotten a lot better about just, um, ignoring people and my threshold of Mm -hmm, what mm -hmm. makes me dive into the comments section gets larger and larger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, uh, some of them are, um, when people are talking about like, uh, like, Oh, how do I do posing or something? It's like, Oh, Oh, here's how you do your thing um here's how you get the model you just you know whatever move mm-hmm. them and i have to jump in the comments and be like no do not touch your model no do not mm-hmm. do that mm-hmm. um and then there are other times where it was like oh yeah this is how this works so uh you know if you want this look all you got to do is put this really big light and shine it right at their face mm-hmm. and i'm like. Um, I mean if like yeah if it's big enough but the example you're showing that's technically specular and what you mm. actually want is ambient mm-hmm. so that's mm-hmm. not it's like when people are trying to explain something technical of like what's the difference between like a specular highlight mm-hmm. and versus you know what what kind of makes an object look matte versus shiny mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. just get it exactly wrong and Mm, no, no, not how that works. There's
1: there's sort of like a curve to that, where like when you start out, you know nothing and you kind of know it. And then you get to a point where you know some but you think your knowledge far exceeds what it actually does. And you need to just progress slightly farther to get into like the trough of humility where you're like, I know enough to know that I don't know anything.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> And then
1: slowly build so, confidence after that, ideal. A lot
0: of the technical stuff, um, by the time I see it in the comment section, someone has already corrected them, yeah. and I'll just let it go. Um, mm-hmm. But if I see 15 or 20 people all saying the same thing, mm-hmm. and no one has corrected them yet, I'm like, haha, voice of reason, here we go. Um, or, like I said, something uh if it's something like the the technical thing where you're like you're leading this person down the wrong path but like if they mess up they're not hurting anyone yeah versus yep. like don't touch your model don't touch your model don't touch your model mm-hmm. i don't know how many times we have say that don't touch your model mm-hmm. so there's uh, yeah there are the, those things where i'm like nope 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 shut mm-hmm. it down that is the incorrect you said the exact wrong thing can we can we get an admin in here please <laughs> anywhere yeah seriously <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, thanks for arguing us with us or uh, agreeing with us. And uh, if you think we're wrong, shove it. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so that's been this episode. Please leave
1: your in- your <laughs> confidently incorrect comments in the comments so Please. that we can respond oh, to them. <laughs> this will be juicy. I love it.
0: Yes, absolutely leave your confidently incorrect comments. Uh, and we will see you next time. Thanks for arguing with us. <laughs> If you have questions or ideas for future episodes, you can email us at hello at photo-op dot show.
1: Watch us on Ben's YouTube channel at non-creative.
0: As in om-nom-nom. Nom.
1: Share this with a friend and you can listen to Photo Op anywhere podcasts are sold.
0: Or download Because it. it's free.